Hello everybody and welcome to War with Leather Duchess. This is the, the first episode of War with Leather Duchess. I'm your host Jake and with me for the first time is my opponent Mark. Hey why am I so off-centered? I don't know. What'd you do? It looks like your webcam's turning as we're talking so I don't know exactly <laughs> what you're doing. What? Wait. Sorry. Anyways continue. Um, what? No, this is this is a uh, cold ones number forty six, and we are here after a short week break. I'm very excited for it. Um, Me too. I always get sad when we miss a week, and uh, it's it's like part of you know when you have a regular routine of just something you do like aside from work because no one likes work, but you know you just have like. Every week, you got certain days, and you do certain things. Maybe you like grocery shop on Sundays or something like that. This is Post this is Sunday, my uh, yeah. this always starts my weekend off. You know, get a little buzz or a lot of buzz going, and uh, talk to my buddy. Get get all my frustrations and rants out of the way for the weekend. Put so, them all on me. Yeah, put it on you, so that way I could actually enjoy the weekend. Um, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what this this does for me. And we missed a week, so I felt a little out of place. But here we are, back, and I'm very excited for it. Me too. Um, so last week, we had a very intense, very heated... Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, you're right. Uh, I just mentioned it was two weeks ago, and I already screwed that up. Um, we had a very intense and very heated, exciting episode and argument, and we listed our top five beers the official top five of cold ones and who won to no surprise but miller light um but even though what all kind of messages were you getting nothing the the fan response i think oh we'll get into that we'll get into that mm. in a minute uh before mm. we get into the details of what's been happening um i just i wanted to bring up the list election <laughs> fraud <laughs> I just, I just wanted to bring up the list because we now have the official Cold Ones list. We currently have the top six. And so now we're going to be adding beers to that list as we drink them throughout the show. Um, so, Mark, I wanted to ask you, what are you drinking? And what are we going to be testing out to add to the list? I'm so glad you asked. I've got a Budweiser. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, that would have sucked for the <laughs> for the uh, little story we got going on. I have a Coors Banquet, twenty uh, five ouncer, not Coors Light, as which weirdly enough, you see more of than Banquet. What do you got? I got a Coors Banquet. Surprisingly, Whoa, we're matching weird. it. I feel like <laughs> you know I I do enjoy the idea of us trying the same beers and adding them to our our official cold ones beer ranking list but at the same time I re I feel like it ruins the whole what are you drinking thing cuz I thought of that today I'm too. always going to yeah. know and it's always going to be the same beer if we keep doing this Yep I know maybe uh maybe uh what if we add to the list once a month how about that Maybe maybe Yeah Yeah I don't know we'll we'll discuss that later but we got some Coors Bank, so we're going to do a quick taste test, even though we have nothing to compare it to this time like we did last week. But we'll see where we are uh, going to add this on the list. This is a, a 
Molson Coors product, so I do need to go label out for this one. Um, even though the label's freaking huge, so I can't get the whole thing in frame. They got a new can, didn't they? I don't know. I don't. I rarely, rarely drink Coors Banquet. I think. I rarely honestly, I think I've never drank this beer except that one time that uh, when I was working at Vegas. BMW when you went to. Oh. No, we didn't have it at Vegas, did we? No, that that was Bud Light oh, and, and Miller High Life. Yeah. No, I think the only time I ever had this beer is when I was at BMW and you you went with me to my friend's house and we oh yeah were yelling at the neighbor and then went bowling yeah yeah I think that was right. honestly and we did the uh, slow poke shotgun we, and we had to the shotgun beers we had to teach how to properly shotgun yeah. beer yeah um, right. anyway let's give it a try cheers. cheers. It's interesting. What if it's better in bottles? I don't know. It's possible. That's, it is. That's something. Very that's something that that kind of threw off the uh, last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Is I aside from Bud Light Platinum, I got all cans, and you had a mix of bottles and cans and uh, aluminums. I uh, I gotta say, I I like the bottle better because. Uh, just to kind of throw that out there, I actually, I've always liked this. Like, I've always liked Coors Banquet. Are you sure? Because um, yes. when I first initially told you, uh, told you I got the Coors Banquet, and you had no idea what I was talking about. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess because I'm not used to the banquet part. That kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, because I like. I, I always, because I, first of all, I've never got the can, and I always got the bottles and stuff, and the uh -huh. bottles just, like, it just says Coors. It, it probably says Banquet on there somewhere, but yeah. I just can, I always just call it the stubby bottles. Well, I, know? yeah, the, the little, uh-huh yeah. I agree with you, and I always used to, I didn't really know the Banquet was in the name. Um, yeah. But the reason I, I call it that, well, for one, I guess it technically is part of the name, but the reason I call it that is just because I always call Coors Light Coors. So yeah. I figured yeah. if I just said Coors, there would be some confusion there. This is the only beer I can think of. Oh, I don't, I don't know how you feel about Bud Light and Budweiser and that how that goes together with the names and stuff. But like, like you said, with Coors, I immediately think silver. Yeah. But like, I don't like. This is the second thought. Yeah, to me, this this beer, Coors Banquet, is, I guess, to equate it to another beer. Coors Banquet and Coors Light, to me, is like Miller Light and Miller High Life. Like, I see Coors Banquet as, like, the high life. Maybe because partially the color of the can is kind of the same. Yeah, it's like well, that, got it that golden. But also just because the name of it, like, Banquet, kind of is, like, and it's then weird. I just I don't see Coors Banquet as often as Coors Light either. So to me, it's kind of like it's not the main beer. It's just kind of like the yeah. It's like another version of it. Um, well, it's funny because I I actually posted a long time ago. I, I'm not even going to try to look but, for it. But what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say. I, funny enough, yesterday was uh, right. Oh, it's already the sixth. Never mind. On the fourth, like a long time ago, I like I would get like the six packs and stuff. And I, I have a post on Instagram from you know May the fourth from like 2016 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's with 
it's with one of those stubby bottles and it's got empire strikes back in the back so for some reason i always think of that yeah um so where would you rank this beer in our current ranking i think without having the other beers to compare with at the moment i think i would probably put it before Coors Light. Before as in not as good. No, no, no. Uh, oh, better than. So it would push... I'd still put it at the bottom of our list. It, it's not making the top five. This isn't too dark for you? No, I like it. Really? I would... Usually... I, I would usually put... On that. I would put Banquet at number six and push Coors Light to number seven. Is Coors the last one? Yeah, Coors we had a, a, in sixth place. See, there we go again, Coors. Our list. Uh, yeah, see, we're doing it. Or yeah. if you go back to uh, the Leather Duchess reunion episode, you'd have Storm going, Coors. Here, I'll pull up our, our list for you here. We got a... Uh, we got... I erased it, so I got to do one at a time here. But we got first place. Miller Light, my beer. Really light. I, I will say, and I'm going to interrupt here for a second. The Just so you uh, Budweiser drinkers know that I didn't just give up, you know, uh, for no reason. Um, I gave him that spot. I, I conceded that spot because I understand that some people can't handle a night of drinking Budweiser. Oh, so okay. Including you. Like a more accessible. <laughs> Including <laughs> well, you. Let's not, let's not say things we can't take back. You know, I I do have some. I do want to go back to this episode in a minute and uh, talk uh, and bring up some things. Hopefully, not all of it. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, okay, so here's here's the current list we got for the top five. Oh, okay. And, and then we got Coors Light in sixth place, which isn't on the list because you know that it doesn't need to be shown if it's not in the top five. But my, my initial reaction is seeing Bud Light that low makes me furious for a split second but then i see what's in front of it i'm like oh okay and we also both put it there on our yeah. initial list so th that wasn't even a, a discussion oh, yeah. but but that's what i'm saying my eyes just went straight to it so far that way but then i see what's in front of it i'm like okay that makes sense it's funny you say that too because you even bef before we even had our discussion to to put our uh our views together to make this list because this is a list we we agreed on mm -hmm. pending one and two here uh, but this is basically a list we agreed on you on your own put miller light ahead of bud light yeah because i think yeah, i, I believe so. you had miller light in fourth place and you put bud light in fifth place i think so yeah yeah but so th this is the uh the top five that we came up with in the last episode if you didn't watch or listen to it um and I guess I'll, I'll just read it out loud for audio listeners real quick. We got um, first place Miller Lite, second Budweiser, third Bud Light Platinum, fourth Steve Austin's brand new beer. Congratulations for making the top five. Uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager and fifth place Bud Light. And then not shown on screen, we have Coors Light in sixth place. So I'm arguing, or not really arguing, but uh, saying I maybe. think maybe I would put I think I would put Banquet. I wouldn't really say argue though, because if you disagree, I, I don't mind putting it. I, I feel the same way behind too. it. I'm just I'm just thinking not having a Coors Light in front of me. I'm thinking I would probably, which surprises me, because like I said, I've never really had this beer, and typically I would go for Coors Light ahead of this. Well, beer. yeah, that's that's kind of what surprises me is because uh, I know you are more of a like 
the light beer, obviously. Um, your your beer, Miller. I mean, that's so light they couldn't even bother to put a G or an H. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's got a lot of flavor. Uh, I'll say it probably has more flavor than regular Coors Light. Um, but kind of goes back to that Budweiser Miller Light thing. Like, I know you disagree. I think Budweiser has more flavor, but sometimes those thicker beers kind of create problems if you drink a bunch of them. Uh, although, man, I'm just fighting myself here. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. If, you, if you're really thinking, because um, adding beers to this list wasn't necessarily meant to take like 30 minutes of the episode. So if you're, if you're really thinking that that you would put this after Coors Light on the list. I would. I'm not completely against that, mainly because I think regardless of how I feel this tastes right now, if I'm going to a show or something like that, and of course, and, and, the, and the fact that there's no Miller Light at the venue, I think I'd still order Coors Light over this beer. Do we take that into consideration? Because that's a good point too. I think so. I, at least if I, if I'm we're totally okay with putting this higher than Coors Light, but that's a really good point. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of at a crossroads myself because I feel like it probably tastes better, mm-hmm. but I still feel like aside from shows, even probably even at a, a gas station, I or, would do. or just buying beer anywhere. Which you know, yeah. every time if I'm buying beer, I'm getting Miller Light. But I'm just if that wasn't an option, if mm-hmm. I was just going for a Coors specific product. I think I'd still buy Coors Light over this beer. Me too. I mean, like, I know it's just packaging, but I'm kind of a sucker for packaging too, which is their goal. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're whole colder than the Rockies. It's it's bright colored. It's silver. Like, it, it all, I know it sounds kind of goofy, but, like, it, it, it looks good. This is brown and gold and, like, <laughs> you know. I know it's kind of a weird argument, but anyways. I, I uh, think... I think this is a great callback to something I want to bring up. There was an episode we did a while back where we kind of were talking about advertising and does advertising work on you? Mm-hmm. Oh, we did talk about and that. And we, yeah. we were kind of talking about how it doesn't, at least for me, like I feel like it doesn't really work on me. Mm-hmm. But I think, I, I kind of want to retract that and say I think it half works on me. And the fact that like if it's something I, I don't typically do or something like a, because uh, I, for me, if I'm into a brand, as you know, with like the Cowboys and Miller Lite mm-hmm. and Motley Crue and, you know, like things that I love, I will go like full, 100%, like full on support that thing. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm what most brands typically look for as in, and what I mean by that is like, they're looking not necessarily just for someone that likes the product, but like loyalty. Like I'm a loyal oh, yeah. I'm a loyal fan for the things that I love. There's like, if I like something, I will go hundred percent and just go for that product. And so the reason I, I kind of want to retract my statement on the advertisements and say, it's something I kind of half go for it is um, kind of like what you're talking about. If I, I am fine with the Coors, uh, Coors beer. I like Coors just fine. And um, if, 
So the, the thing that doesn't catch me in advertisements is if it's something I haven't tried before and I watch a commercial, I have no... Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make me want to try it. Even even for stuff I do like, I guess. Like, even if I saw a Miller Lite commercial... Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to put Miller Lite aside because actually that's a lie. If I see Miller Lite commercial, I want to drink a Miller Lite. But that's just because I like <laughs> you beer. You already know what it tastes like. That's just because I like beer. But if I see a commercial for something I like already... It doesn't make me like if I see a Carl's Jr. commercial, it doesn't make me be like, oh, dude, I need Carl's Jr. And then it's like on my mind no, for a no, week. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to go to the restaurant and buy it. Yeah. But um, I do agree with you on the fact that the visuals of certain things and um, I guess bringing it back to what we're talking about now is the Coors Light can and this can. I think the Coors Light can is a lot more visually appealing it's more appetizing yeah the mountain thing is cool uh even though it's usually only blue for like the first minute (laughs) that you take it out of the fridge and it kind of like fades out but uh, like i was saying i think i probably enjoy this taste better yeah but i still don't think there would ever be a time that i would buy this product over a coors light i think you're right i agree um so I, I guess we'd have to put it after. So, uh, yes, so Coors Light would be number seven on our list. And I'm going to have to actually make a physical list. That way, once we get to like 15 beers, I don't lose track of the order. It's not like just covering the whole screen. Yeah. Well, I, I'm only gonna, ever going to have five on the screen. But I'm, I'm just talking about I need somewhere <laughs> to, where I write those lists down so I know what we're talking about. But um, I guess I could bring t- bring me up to... Uh, We'll we'll do a couple couple cold one slash breakout music updates real quick before we get into our our actual conversations tonight. So, I've been spending a lot of time the last couple weeks just getting. I can, I can still hear you. <laughs> Already? Yeah, man, don't judge. We're less than twenty minutes into this thing. All right, yeah, I, I've been spending a lot of time these last couple weeks. Getting everything up to date. I mentioned how I've been kind of behind on the uh, podcast uploads, the YouTube upload, or the website uploads and all that stuff. And also the YouTube, not the YouTube, the website was kind of like in limbo. I didn't really know where it was leading to. Um, But so I put everything together. I spent a lot of time making sure the edits were decent i'll say i don't want to say fine or okay because i'm sure there's still some stuff in there i miss but they're decent enough to put up there and um so as of i believe monday because i have i put everything kind of on a schedule like a time schedule for when it's going to be uploaded but as of monday i believe every episode should be up to date on the youtube page Mark's hiding himself drinking some Miller Lite. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So every episode should be on the YouTube page as of Monday, which will be uh, not not the Monday that passed, but the Monday coming up. So after this episode, after we're done with this one, and then starting next week, YouTube should be up to date on Breakout Music Network. We should have all the uh, cold ones up there. We got uh, all that set up. All the podcasts should be up to date, I believe, on Wednesday. And then uh, I relinked or I redirected the website. So breakoutmusic.tv goes 
to the website still, but it's not like officially linked to it. So depending on what your computer is and ad blockers, it might have a thing about warning, no certification. I don't know what the hell it is, how it works, but uh, we're going to spam you. We're going to spam you for sure. We're going to steal your information. Um, Basically the website still works. I'm not really going to advertise it right now though. Cause I don't know how up to date I'm going to keep it. And I'm not too worried about it at the moment. I think for now, we're mostly going to focus on the YouTube for a little while. And the, this one that we're doing, I, I definitely want to build that YouTube up. Um, on top of that, I figured out finally how to, I don't want to say finally, cause I never really looked into it, but, uh, oh, we got some comments. I just noticed we had, cause I forgot. I was on the wrong screen. I'll read this. Well, I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore, so I can't. That's good. You don't need it. Um, nope. <laughs> I'll read those. I'll read your comments in a second. But I did figure out how to basically this live stream is currently live on the Leather Duchess page, but it's also live on the Breakout Music Facebook page, which oh, cool. I don't know yeah. if we have that many wow. followers on that page, but it's on both of those, which is cool. I've always thought we should probably, yeah, like. It's 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 better that it's on both, but you know that's cool. Good, good. And then last thing is, um, there is a new series that that uh, just came out, <laughs> airing on Monday. Did you watch it? Is that why you're making that noise, or did no, you not no, watch no. it? You haven't no, watched no. it, so he's laughing at nothing. Awesome. I thought maybe you watched it and thought it was funny, but maybe not. Um, there's a new series on the the Breakout Music YouTube page. Uh, that's going to be coming out on Mondays called uh, Quick Tutorials. And the first one was uploaded last week, and I will uh, probably have another one uploaded this week. The first one was How to pe- Pour a Perfect Beer. And I guess Mark hasn't watched it. Maybe we could... Uh, well, that's weird because I don't remember recording it. You weren't part of it. Well, I- that's weird that it's called The Perfect Pour and I'm not pouring <laughs> I always pour better beer than you. Than you. Because your thing is racist. <laughs> or maybe maybe if we have time, we could uh, show... Because the video is like 35 seconds. But maybe we could show it on here live and, and get Mark's reactions. Well, I, was about to, I was about to say, your kegerator is racist against half-white, half-Mexican guys. But you're the exact same. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we got uh, we got Caroline in here saying, "Hey, how are you? Glad to see. You. Hey, glad to see you. Thanks for stopping by and checking it out." Yeah. Uh, we got is that jelly? Maybe we got jelly. Uh, I could feel the trashy brain fog, half puking, gut bomb, hangover coming from these. Need to try the Steve Austin beer though. Yes, you do. Was that was that about our top five beer list? I don't know about. The puking bombs aside from Budweiser and, and the Steve Austin beer, but hey. I agree. <laughs> no, uh, well, yeah, if you drink them all together, which we found out does make you pretty ill. Yeah. Uh, if you drink them all at the same time, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the episode, making the episode and doing the whole rating and the arguments was a lot of fun. And. I don't think either one of us ended up puking afterwards, but no. I didn't feel great afterwards either. I, I, I didn't feel awesome, yeah. Drinking yeah. that many different beers and different alcohol levels and different, like, Pilsner, Lager, uh, I think they're both, is that it? Pilsner and Lager? I don't know if there's anything else in there, but whatever, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what Platinum's considered, but... Uh, it's a Lager. 
whatever different types of beer, just different types of beer, different alcohol content, different flavors, different, you know. Well, the first the first six was a crash course into it just to get our initial list. Now it's a little uh, a little bit safer of a way of doing it. We got our, our special beer per week, and we can add to it. The first one was like, all right, yeah, just uh, you know, uh, no cleansing your palate. Just here's yeah six beers. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Just drinking all those beers one after another in a row. It mm-hmm. it, it didn't feel good. Yeah, it, it was fun to do, but after we were done, I was like, I think I feel a little sick. Like I, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I loved you- it. I've watched you drink 20 of the same beer, and it's all good, but not six different beers. So, as we mentioned, we didn't have an episode last week, and I kind of want to explain why and what happened. So, basically, um, this episode that we've been talking about, where we, we rated these beers, and we made our official Cold Ones list with Bill Light as the number one beer of all time. Ever so moving list my arguments were so damn good in this episode no and mark had absolutely no defense he was like amber heard's lawyer team with absolutely nothing to say about it (laughs) that he got so upset (laughs) he got so upset and so hurt Mm -mm. that he just didn't want to do an episode last week because he was like he couldn't show his face he was embarrassed (laughs) he had nothing to say on top of that Hearsay. On, t- on top of that, he told me at the end of this, he said, I'm going to let you win, but the reason why is this is war, and you're going to see what I'm talking about Oh yeah, yes. from the yes. video that I upload tomorrow. I was really hoping you weren't going and to. And I still that. have not seen a single video. It's been two I weeks. Know. I've you seen nothing. how much energy it takes to walk downstairs? I'm waiting... <laughs> I'm waiting for the retaliation, well, and he's got all, nothing. The first day after didn't feel great as we <laughs> as we played, uh, and then the next day I forgot, and then the day after that, what I remembered, what, and uh, so I have I ha- I now have all the ingredients needed. Okay. okay. Um. Uh. But I gotta. I gotta find my uh, throwing knives again because I lost them. Um, <laughs> well, but, uh, it's coming. I can't. Which, I can't wait to see it. Dude, I forgot to tell you about the fire. Oh, was there a fire? There was a fire here the other day. Um, I can't believe I didn't say anything. Uh, so this is him deflecting, by the way. But go on. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about the beer stuff later. No. But uh, no, little side note, because I forgot to tell you this. Uh, the other day, Tyler knows, obviously, because I, I actually friggin' uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> his artwork, his paintings and stuff, oh. I, I made sure to grab those. But like, um, before, dude, I... You grabbed his artwork before your guitars? No. That's, guitars. A, that's a very uh, valiant, valiant <laughs> move you did. No, gu- gu- guitars went down first, but... But I also grabbed other stuff. I grabbed the paint. So you're talking about there was an actual fire in, at your apartment oh, yeah. building, dude. This was this was pretty uh, pretty real. And this I, wasn't uh, this wasn't you testing out the flamethrowers in your no apartment. Oh. no. I, I thought of that too. I was like, I have <laughs> flamethrowers in my closet. Could I have had anything to do with this? Um, <laughs> no, it turns out no. Um, but I, which 
I'm sure is one of your topics, but uh, we'll, um, I was coming back from Houston okay. and I landed really late. Um, I landed around almost midnight. And uh, by the time I get to the parking lot and grab my car and all that and drive back home, it was about two o'clock. So I actually fell asleep around two thirty. And uh, morning or and afternoon? I, huh? Morning or afternoon? Morning. Okay. So about two thirty in the morning, and I had to go to work, and I was going to wake up at four. Um, well, I woke up at three thirty because out I. I woke up to shattering glass and people yelling and all this stuff and and uh, people fight a lot. Let's just say in this apartment complex, yeah. And like, there's a lot of noise and yelling and stuff like that throughout the night. Either, either way, so I wasn't thinking much of it. I yeah. almost went back to sleep. <laughs> I almost went awesome. back to sleep. No, it wouldn't have because I would have been dead. <laughs> uh, because the, um, because it got this close. So it was 3.30, so I've been asleep for one hour, and all this yelling and all this stuff was going on, and then all of a sudden I heard shattering glass. One, and I almost let that one go, then another one broke. And then I was like, okay, whatever's happening is really, really bad. And so I, I got up, and there was all this, like, just hard to breathe. Well, I turned on my, like, well, first of all, I looked out the window, and uh, there were people like all scrambling out of their <laughs> doors. Jesus. And uh, yeah. And I thought it was, I, you know, whenever you just like wake up like that, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, like I, I expected the worst. I don't know what this says about me, but I expected the worst. Like I got this thing in my head that someone was breaking into houses. Mm-hmm. And so like I, I, and this is where it ties in. I grabbed my knives. And I stuck him in my pocket and and was about to head downstairs. This is still not a know. bad move. On, honestly, move. honestly, living in L.A., nothing's really surprised to you. You kind of just expect. Yeah. Yeah. L- like, l- like you're saying, when you hear screaming and whatever outside, like you're not thinking, oh, something's on fire. Just like, oh, yeah, I'm living in L.A. It's, you know. Yeah. Well, there was shattering glass. So that part kind of threw me off. You know, and I, I had only been asleep for an hour. I got up put that in my pocket and I was like about to go and I flipped on my light and it's just smoke. Oh my. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah inside your place? In my bedroom. Oh my God. My bedroom was completely like this layer of smoke and it was like really hard to breathe. And that didn't, the smoke didn't wake you up? No, that thing doesn't have any batteries in it. Oh, that's, that's, and then that's good. Tyler that's took safe. His down. Tyler took his out. And then and also your nose isn't great, so I guess you didn't really my smell nose it. Isn't great. <laughs> yeah, but then once I was aware of the yeah. smoke and all that stuff, it was like, and so, and whenever you just wake up to that, you don't know how much time you have, right? You know, because you you haven't seen the progression of this thing, mm-hmm. and so I was just like, I didn't know what to do, so I obviously put on clothes first. Uh, I just ran out naked, but go on. I know you would have, <laughs> um, but. I, I did that and like, um, and grabbed the knives and all that stuff. Cause I, like I said, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, uh, there's shattering glass and I don't understand that. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious why now, but not at the time. And, uh, <clears throat> I was like, okay, well, I, I don't know. I'll just, I'll grab something now. I grabbed two guitars, ran downstairs. 
everyone was outside. I still couldn't tell where the fire was, but my room is covered in smoke. So I thought it was like in my bathroom. And so ran back upstairs, grabbed another two guitars, ran downstairs, um, ran upstairs, grabbed Tyler's paintings. Um, I mean, yeah, I could have grabbed something else of mine or whatever, but I was like, dude, if I was Tyler and I lost those paintings and not only that, but he, in his room is the original artwork to gunslinger and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't want to lose that stuff. Yeah. You well, know? I was going to say that too. Like I, I know it's stuff he cares about, but I know that stuff's important to you as well. And even me, because mm-hmm. it's our original band things. Yeah. Like no matter who's holding on to it at the time. Yeah. It's still like, I, I want that stuff. Cause around. most, you know, most <laughs> things we could replace, like, you know, your posters and your TV mm-hmm. and your bed and oh, yeah. like, Aside from, you know, guitars are, of course, special because they've gone through the road damage and specific shows and stuff. And then, yeah, the original paintings for our band things is like, you're not getting those back. No, no, (laughs) no. And and, uh, yeah. And um, I mean, that was kind of the height of it and getting all that stuff downstairs. And um, because I didn't want to risk it. Like, I, I don't know. Like I said, the way it felt in my like freaking breathing and stuff like that. It felt like the fire was right there. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't, I didn't take the time to check. I just tried to get out and, um, we got out there and it took a minute, but the fire department showed up and all that stuff. And once the fire department showed up and started hosing down the place, I was like, okay, I'm going to go make some coffee. So I went back <laughs> up there. <laughs> walk, walk through the fire. It's like, yeah. look, I only got an hour nap of sleep. I'm, I'm going to go through this yeah. fire and make some coffee real quick. And then I'll come back I'm out. Holding my kettle over the fire. <laughs> Just heating <laughs> it. Using the fire to heat it up. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. And it took about two days to get all the smoke smell out. Damn. Yeah, it was rough. So where did you find out where it was coming from? Yeah, so it's below me, but behind, like... It's so you know where I'm pointing the bathroom, right? Yeah. Below that apartment in that back corner. Okay. That that back corner. So like two uh, two apartments door. over. One. It's it. Oh, what? It oh, that's that's really close. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was that the flames were coming up through there. I don't. I mean, I'm. I think my bathroom is over them. Uh huh. So that's why. That's probably why it was so smoky. Oh but. damn. Yeah, and uh, I checked it out, and yeah, it was torched. Jesus. Did you ever find out what happened? No, still not. I don't even know if the apartment complex knows. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine probably just a cooking accident or something. I don't know. Everyone outside was really quick to start blaming each other. and um, Oh, like it was on purpose? And I hope he doesn't hear me. But my directly downstairs was talking about he was talking to God and uh, we were outside and the demons were saying this and the demons were saying that. So, I, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to point the finger. Oh, so he's just trying to he's trying to send all the sinners down to hell. But, you know, I'm just <laughs> saying he was uh, blasting his every night. He blasts his uh, satanic church uh, mm. sermons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, literally after running outside. He was telling me about how, you know, man, you know, uh, God was telling me this was going to happen. And, mm. and, but I told, I told the demons no, but you know how they are. Like, no, <laughs> dude, I don't. 
I don't. Well, you know, you you are a fan of of the uh, the horror movie genre. Yeah, that seems like a, a a pretty good starting point for a plot to a horror movie. Sounds great. Yeah, some guy. We we could make a movie out of this. Some guy <laughs> talking to to angels and demons and and starting to fire an apartment complex to try to send everybody down to hell. All the sinners. Dude, that could be that could be a. That's pretty metal. That could be a movie, right? That is metal. We should write a song about that. <laughs> uh, welcome in, Bobby Hall. I'm glad he's okay too. I had no idea about this until this exact second. <laughs> no. So I didn't even know either. Oh my gosh, dude! I'm still all cut up from the friggin' uh, fire. So, glass so thing. what was so? You're. I'm burping a lot right now. I don't know if you hear it or not, but it's coming up as I'm trying to talk. Um. So what was your initial reaction like? Or not initial reaction, you already kind of said that, but what when you figured out like when you saw the smoke and all that was like, "Oh, this is places on fire." What was everything you're like, "Okay, let me bring this out to be safe." Was it just guitars and the artwork or did you bring other stuff? That was it. Um and it, it, that was one of those things where it was like I know I'm missing something that I'm going to kill myself if it gets burned. And projector, I later thought obviously. About it. Projector. Projector. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like guitars. I just came out of, not that it's the most important thing in the world, but like, like you said, you, it's got your buckle rash. And your, I, I feel like it kind of is though. It kind of is. Um, not only the fact that those guitars cost more than my life in general, but like, even besides the cost, it's like those are my first everything yeah. music one. Yeah, it's got your mm-hmm. life, it's got your stories, it's got unless mm-hmm. unless which I imagine is probably at your parents' place or whatever, but unless you have like birth certificate, social security card, like that stuff is important too. Cause... I have it right there and see I didn't even think about okay. it until you said that. But also that technically you can get that stuff back, it's just a pain to get, but super pain, yeah. Um uh, so I, the guitars, I was like, uh, and I didn't have time to grab the front of it and wheel down the whole mm-hmm. wall. Like, so I just, I knew I could run faster than putting all that. I was about to say it's convenient that they're all in the same place in, in that vault, but I guess it does make sense more to just grab them individually. And have you ever seen me try to put the I have, lid yeah. on that thing? No. Oh, yes. Yes, I have. Yes. It's a nightmare. But aside from trying to put the lid on, I've also seen you try to carry that by yourself down the stairs, which is mm-hmm. also a nightmare. So yeah. uh, that was a good call, just doing it individually. But it is still convenient. They're all just right next to each other. It is. You grab them, uh, yeah, put them downstairs. Yeah. If they were all, like, scattered around, oh, that would suck. And and then, like, uh, for Tyler's paintings, that's really easy, too, because he has them, like, all in a box. So I just picked up the whole box and and took it, but um, uh, that, but the, then after, you know, I was thinking I was like, oh man, I left my. I mean, it was fine. The fire was out by this time, but later in the day, I was like, my entire life's collection of ticket stubs. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it, that's honestly the other only other thing I can think of. Everything else. I could be okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of get that because, uh, oh, Bobby says, I came home from work to my place being burnt. That is horrible. Oh. I hope, uh, well, obviously he came out of it okay, but I hope he got at least your important things out okay. And oh my gosh. 
Hopefully, he didn't lose too much. Yeah. But I, I had a semi-similar experience. Um, you know, I live up in the mountains, and there's a lot of mountain wildfires that happen every once in a while. And there was one that was about, I'd say, like a mile away from my place. It, it was at least bad enough to where when we were going up the mountain, they weren't letting people up unless you lived up there. Like, they, they had barricades and cops and stuff. and Really? And actually, the main way, we couldn't even go up. We had to go around a different way. And they had people escorting, and they're, like, telling everyone to turn around. Like, oh, we live up there. And I had my dog here still. Because we were coming down from a – my daughter had an ice skating thing before the fire happened. So we, we went down the hill, went ice skating and all that stuff, did her thing. And then on our way back, we just saw – we got a notification from the city or whatever that was like, you know, fire hazard, all this stuff. And this thing was like this big, uh, I guess, like farmhouse brush fire thing going on that was like a mile or two away from my place. And so all the roads were barricaded. They had cops everywhere. And we're like, well, first thing is we got to get the dog because, you know, that's, Mm-hmm. a living creature living we don't, person, yeah, yeah we don't want we, yeah we don't living creature. we don't want the dog to burn alive of course so it's like if if it wasn't for the dog we probably just would have been like whatever we'll just go somewhere else and hope for yeah. the best but just the fact the dog was there at, we at least wanted to make an effort like it i didn't, didn't want to just <laughs> yeah well, not try yeah. yeah i didn't want to just be like oh screw the dog she could burn <laughs> which sometimes <laughs> sometimes i feel that way because that dog <laughs> Let me tell you something. No, uh, so we went up there, but honestly, I I didn't really. I same same with what you're talking about. Like, I didn't really think about what to bring. I kind of yeah. I kind of thought about it before, just because we're in the mountains and it's kind of like a high fire area. Like, if there is a a fire or if something gets set on fire nearby, like what would I bring? Mm-hmm. And not much comes to mind because yeah. Even though, you know, I the drums my drums are special to me and important, but I at the same time, there's just so much of it. <laughs> and it's such a big thing. Like I would hate to lose them, but at the same time, if there's a fire, I'm just gonna let those things burn. I don't care. I mean, good luck trying to Yeah. I yeah. I could get a new drum kit. So that wasn't <laughs> even on my mind. I, I didn't even take those with me. The only thing I took yeah. just because we came up here for the dog is I took my computer and like all my computer stuff just because Yeah. It's kind of expensive, and it's like you know we're yeah. we're up here. It's gonna take you a long time to replace all that. Yeah, stuff. it's like we're already we're up here, or we're coming back up here already for the dog, and this yeah. stuff you know it's expensive. It took me a while to get everything, and it, the fire wasn't like right here, like where there's smoke in the house. So it's like mm-hmm. I think I have enough time. At le- my voice cracked. I think I have enough time at least to put it in the car. So I was like, yeah. I'll just unplug everything, put all my computer stuff in the car. But that was honestly, I think, all I took. We just took our kids. I mean, we had our kids with us already, but, you know, obviously. Oh, you took your kids, too. We, we did. We, we almost, we thought about leaving one of them, but we decided, <laughs> we decided, <laughs> I guess, they're worth it. Now, yeah. we, we already had our kids with us, but we, we took, we had our kids with us, and then we, we put the dog in the car, and then I just got my computer stuff. But we honestly just left everything. I was like, I don't know if there's, yeah, I mean, I don't you know, know if there's anything that important or if my place yeah. gets burned down that I really need. And uh, yeah. so that was it. And then I just went, I went over to my mom's place. I was like, hey, there might be a fire coming up. So we're just going to stay here for a couple of days until yeah. it clears out. And hopefully our house is still there when we come back. And uh, 
thankfully they they got it contained before it reached up here but wow yeah yeah it's yeah it's pretty close still especially because that stuff especially if wind's going like Mm -hmm. that that'll that'll really uh spread really quick i was actually lucky enough that like i was saying i had just came back from houston that morning one hour of sleep but um my bag was still packed so like and it was stuffed full of clothes and socks and all that stuff you know so like whenever i grabbed the guitar i had my bag on my back just so i have a few pairs of clothes yeah that's convenient yeah it took took half a second yeah throw the whole thing you know yeah that's one of those things it's like yeah might as well yeah like you wouldn't think ahead like oh i need to bring some clothes with me but it's like it's already there might as well bring something exactly yeah but it's all good everyone was safe i'm really glad i didn't go back to sleep because i honestly almost did (laughs) (laughs) well even if you did i'm sure you would have been fine which yeah you know at the time you don't know but now it's it's like yeah now it's now it's funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) well so i guess we'll we'll head over there so you talked about how uh you were in houston Mm -hmm. Uh, which is is the real reason we didn't record last week and not not the uh unfortunately not because mark was sad that he lost the debate but uh <laughs> uh is there any any uh highlights or anything that that happened in houston you want to talk about any reason you went out there um well yeah me and justice just spending some time together but um we uh we actually went to because a lot of times when i go out there we just kind of we'll just hang out around the house you know yeah um but this time we were like well let's you know do some stuff so we you know, we checked out some barbecue places. Oh my god, always amazing! Barbecue places or cookout places? It's no such thing. <laughs> it's a barbecue. I'm still trying to find out the the difference here. Mm. I I don't know. <laughs> and it's funny because me and her had a whole conversation about that while we were there. Too. Oh, did that you? Episode, that episode always gets brought up. Well, um, well, we had a, another conversation about it in another episode. I kind of came yeah, up again. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm unsure because there's these barbecue places that sell stuff without barbecue sauce. So I don't know. I'm trying to. No, it's not the sauce. It's, it's. You told me it was, you told me it's anything. I don't know. I'm not going to get into it again, but whatever. Well, yeah, keep, hot keep dogs going. are not barbecue. Anyways. <laughs> just, just tell me what happened. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh. You know, the, in that place, it was kind of like that place uh, in Austin mm-hmm. uh, where it's kind of like cafeteria style. You know, okay. you just kind of go through your line and stuff, which apparently is most of those. Oh, my God. It was so good. We had apple cobbler ice cream pie thing. Oh, whatever. yeah. That. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We had that. We had like the brisket and mm. the whole nine. It was amazing. And they had a big giant ice chest of bottled beer. Oh yeah. And like, you know, and there's nothing better than iced beer. Like ice cold beer. Yeah. Like I don't care what anybody says, I will disagree. Uh beer bottles on ice taste different than beer bottles in the fridge. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. And so, anyways, that just adds to it. And um, we did that and a lot of walking, which like was actually pretty fun. Because the place is not over-congested. There's not a billion people in 10 square feet. 
Like it's why it's, don't you uh, tell me some of the places you walk to? <laughs> the high school, then the element. No, uh, well, no, like out in LA, I would never walk around here just to walk. Like there's nothing to see out here. It's no offense to anyone out here, but it's just, it's just not a nice looking. LA is not as pretty as you think it would be. So walking around here is nothing special, but. Um, yeah, out there, like we'd, um, we just walk, although I will say it's extremely humid in Houston, um, like 60%, 80% humidity. So there's no point in fixing your hair. Don't, don't bother with that. But, um, I don't know. We just, we'd just walk around, uh, and it wasn't that bad. I, I don't mind because people aren't running you over and, uh, stuff like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. You got the gas station right there. You got all, everywhere you need to go is pretty pretty close. Um, but anyways, the um, what was the other thing we did? Oh yeah, and I can Jake, I can hear you back, right? Yeah, I hear you. Save me. Hi. I'm just kidding. I'll save. Um, no, but um, so like I was telling them, like. It's it's nice. There's not like people trying to run you over and everything's good. It's like although it's extremely humid, so you got to shower every time you take a walk. Oh, you're already done with yours? Oh yeah. Absolutely. You're just looking forward to that. I was. <laughs> but um so I, what I was saying to our viewer mm -hmm. is that um it like it, the humidity is so high. Like there's no point in fixing your hair. It's stuff like that, and like it, it, like taking a shower before you walk is just stupid, because it doesn't matter. You're just, yeah. Anyways, um, so we did that one of the days, and the other one we went to the improv. Oh, who'd you see there? Yeah, so well, it was nobody in particular. Uh, although Carlos Mencia was there like two days before I got there, which okay. would have been kind of cool. Um, see him do other people's jokes, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we went on couples therapy stand-up night. Okay, it was amazing. And you guys haven't talked since. I mean, I I, I hope she's doing okay. You know, I didn't, I didn't know Carlos Mencia was still around. Oh yeah, somehow. I thought he was completely shunned from the comedy world. You would think. Um, but. No, dude, it was awesome. Like, we went there. We got there early. Like, they opened the doors, like, two hours early. It was awesome. We sat there, ordered some food, you know, ordered some drinks and stuff. And, uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, it was, it was like, it was couples, like, couples therapy is what they called it. And they came out and basically just did all relationship jokes and, like, you know, like, uh, at the end of it, after all the comedians were done, they all came on stage and sat down in chairs on the top of the stage. And they actually had a couple from out in the crowd come up and sit with them. Because <laughs> they were all going to give their comedic advice, and then they were going to give their personal advice. You know, mm -hmm. Dude, it, it was hilarious. Like, it was great. And then after, after the show, you know, they... They, there's a bar across the little... It's kind of like that Burbank Empire Center, you know, like where there's a bunch of different things. 
um so like across was uh like a, a little irish bar and they're like yeah 10 off be show them your ticket stub it's just, it's just it was a fun night or fun fun week for sure that sounds cool um i did want to ask you because you were in texas for the weekend mm-hmm. the beautiful green grassland of texas the miller light <laughs> foundation land of yeah. texas uh, you're you yourself are a fan of the horror genre, correct? I absolutely am. Were you aware that uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was in Texas? Yeah, did you know that? No, because I didn't hear anything about this from you. So I imagine you didn't go. Were you aware that one of the biggest horror conventions in the world? was happening that weekend in Texas, in Dallas. The yep. Texas Frightmare Fest. Did you go to any of the days? I did not. Dude, they had they had the Dream Warriors reunion at that thing. I know, dude, that would be They had Scream, the first movie reunion. They had uh, Matthew Lillard and that's the only actor I know, but everyone else there. Okay, so you knew about it, you just dude, didn't go to it. The Dream Warriors to to meet the Dream Warriors would be the freaking coolest thing ever. robert england was there yeah yeah that dude that would be so freaking cool that is I my was... number one that is one of my top i would say probably top five horror movies of all time i know you talk about it all the time i was really hoping you went so you'd have some stories to talk about yeah no i wish um there is this other there's a the texas gas station um it's called the texas gas station <laughs> You okay? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I was oh. drinking and I inhaled my beer because you because you went from Texas Chainsaw Massacre to the Texas gas station. Well, <laughs> as if that's like another murder or something, another no, it, horror series. No, but the, the Texas gas station killer. Okay, you want to see the connection here? I do. I do. That one hurt, so I I hope this pays off. That is a filming location for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, okay. Not not as great. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We've been there. Um, (laughs) It's a gas station in the middle of nowhere. And they, it's a barbecue joint because in the movie that gas station is a barbecue joint. Oh, right. they, I, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, they do all kinds of horror like things like that. And I was just telling uh, Justice that we need to, as a band, book a show out there because they do live shows. They built a stage back there. And when me and her went, they were doing some convention where you meet some of the actors from Chainsaw. Um, for some reason, they had the Back to the Future cart and Skinhead was there. Okay. Um, so that was kind of cool, too. But, like, um, they have cabins in the back of it, in the back of the gas station. There's, like, four cabins. So, like, that would be great if we all four uh, rented cabins there. Like, we played a show. The stage is, like, ten feet away from the cabins. <laughs> you mean we all four rented a cabin? Yeah, one cabin with two beds, or I guess I guess two cabins. <laughs> yeah. 
So you knew about the the Frightmare Fest, and you didn't go to it. What what happened there? Well, Texas has a lot of those. Like, I think Texas gets more of those than L.A. does. Yeah, but this is like the big one. And it's also the Dream Warriors, man. You missed the Dream Warriors. You always talk about the Dream Warriors. I know. That's one of my favorite movies ever of all time. You win some, you lose some. (laughs) So basically you're saying it's her fault you didn't go. It is her fault. (laughs) You're probably begging her all weekend. She's like, yeah, I don't feel like doing it. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna yeah. butter finger, butter knife. <laughs> yeah, butter, butter fingers. <laughs> We're not gonna butter go finger, see butter fingers. Um, all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a sidestep here to a, a completely different subject. Tell me more about it. No, I need. Okay, God, <laughs> I need you here for this thing. I can hear you. All right, go fast while while I introduce. I want to bring back a sec. One of my favorite cold one segments. That uh, we only do every every so often, not not too often. But I got a I got a special thirty seconds of Panther today. Yay! <laughs> That's the one fan watching live right now, just yelling "Yay!" out loud. But I the reason I need Mark here is because he's he's my timer to make sure I, I don't go over time on talking about the Steel Panther. Uh, I wish I I came up with a cool intro screen and, and a theme song for this, which I might do at some point, because I feel like this is gonna be a reoccurring thing that happens every like five episodes or so. But uh, I have a thirty seconds of Panther. I got a lot written down here that I'm gonna just yell out and try to get everything together in thirty seconds. And good thing he uh, he's. He's a quick bathroom man. I am. Dude, I can't. I, I can't talk about this lighting, man. Can you low? Okay. Th- uh, that. Yeah. I, I think you got to lower the brightness on your phone to get it to. That's. Dude, this phone is extremely bright. That's like. This is as low as it goes. Okay, I can see that. Cool. Cool. Oh, man. Let's see if I can get all this together at the same time. I think I could. Okay. Are We're you good. ready? I'm ready when you're ready. Well, this is the 30 Seconds of Panther segment where we, where I am allowed to talk about Steel Panther for 30 seconds of the uh, Cold Ones episode or podcast, whatever you want to call it. As soon as Mark hits start, I'm going to go ahead and uh, ramble on Steel start. Panther. Start your Panthers. Ready and go. Okay, so I don't know if you saw, but Steel Panther is apparently in a new Limp Biscuit video, which is kind of weird. They they labeled it as featuring Steel Panther, but only Michael Starr and Styx is in the video. I don't think they're actually playing on the song at all. They're only in the video, as far as I know. I didn't sound, I didn't hear anything that sounded like them in it, but it was kind of weird. That was kind of cool. Uh, another thing I really wanted to bring up is Satchel has a new signature signature guitar with Charvel. But I'm kind of sad it's only white, black and white, and it's $1,400, so there's no way in hell I'm going to buy it. They also played the Rainbow Party. Oh. I got to stop. I got to stop. So anyways, guys. I got to stop. That was 30 seconds of Panther. <laughs> that was not quite enough time as, as much as I wanted. Uh, but so, okay, let, let me, with, without mentioning any uh, uh, names or anything, I said something about a black and white guitar. Yes. I was kind of sad about that because 
the the alleged band that that I'm talking about at the moment has so many cool guitars and cool things that match like the pants and the drums that they usually use with like you know what hold on I'll I'll interfere here I'm gonna I'm gonna create something uh, no veto power allowed anywhere we'll we'll allow this you can you can request an extension where you can actually just elaborate <laughs> the cross examination. <laughs> uh, no, I, I I still won't mention any names. I just I just all okay. I want all, all I right. want to mention is the 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 band that I allegedly that I'm talking about. They have so much cool outfits with with the colors that match the pants, guitar, and drums. And I think mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. Where they have like the blue and the purple. Blue. They yeah. got the and they have all these different cool looks that the one that they're coming out with is just black and white. Yeah, yeah, and I was kind of like, uh, it's still cool that that they have one, but at the same time, I would prefer not just black and white. And uh, also, it's fourteen hundred dollars, which I think is a obnoxious yeah. price. But um, so I'm, I'm not going to go too far into that because, like I said, we passed our well, thirty seconds. But what I really wanted to get up, oh, do you have do you have a? No, I just I was just going to say I I love that guitar. Like I think it's amazing. It's a great guitar. I just wish they had different color options. I'm sure they will. Don't they already? I thought they had the no. green and black. No, no, they just got black and white. So those must be just other models that look like it. Yeah, but the okay. actual he has like an actual signature series now. Okay, yeah, yeah. but it's just I, black I and white. Thing, yeah. Um, but the the sure. main thing I wanted to get to because it's it's leading to a a different, I guess, kind of subject, is. Is that the <laughs> he keeps wanting to block his Miller Light drinking? Uh, they so last weekend or two weekends ago, um, we planned to go to the the uh, the Rainbow Weekend yeah. anniversary parking hey, lot party. Is the name because it's relevant to the. Yeah, see, I, I could talk about it now because there's other bands involved. <laughs> um, so last weekend, two weekends ago, there was a, a Rainbow Anniversary 50, what was it, 50-year anniversary parking lot party, which they have th- this anniversary party every year. But this was a huge one because they had a a fairly popular band that I can't mention because my 30 seconds are up. But they had a fairly popular band headlining along with a bunch of other, you know, kind of whatever bands and one band that thinks they're really big, but they're not, but I'm not going to say their name either because I don't want to call anyone out. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I've never been to one of these parties. Mark has been to a few of them. And usually like, you know, it's, he, what, from what he tells me, it's pretty fun. Uh, but usually you could get in just fine and everything's great yeah. and dandy. And, uh, you don't got to worry about getting there early or anything. I, I had some things to do that day, but I still feel like I got there pretty early and was like, uh, I'll get here. Waited in line for about two hours with Mark and they cut the line off because the headlining band, so many people were there to see them that uh, it, you just couldn't get in. And I was excited to see them. For so many people to say, oh, I can say it because it's not my 30 seconds. <laughs> No, it's a thir- it's a thirty se- 
Okay, you could say it. But it, it was uh, meant it was meant to be a 30 second for the whole podcast because the reason it came up is you you were talking about how we just we talk about him too much. All right, all right. But you well, can say is, you can say the name if you want. No, 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 that's fine. So as many people that like that enjoy saying like, "Oh, they suck," uh, joke band and all that, really, because I've been to a, a many Rainbow parking lot parties and no line, perfectly fine. Get in there, and you can walk around all you want. There's tons of space or whatever. The only difference is that you have them on the bill, and now all of a sudden we're down at the whiskey waiting in yeah. line. Like, get out of here. And on top of that, inside of the rainbow, it's shoulder-to-shoulder jam-packed. Oh, yeah. There's people, like, in the side parking lot where you can barely still see the stage, even if you're inside. Yeah. Because we, we were even talking to the point where, like, we were like, do we even want to wait in this line? Because even if we get inside, are we even going to... First of all, are we going to be able to see the stage or see anything? Second of all, are we even going to be able to get to the bar? See, that's important. Because, well, it, it's especially important at this show because it was technically free entry. With, as long as you get your two drinks. Yeah, it was free entry with two drink tickets. Yeah. Which basically means you're still paying to enter, but you, you know, just you, whatever. But, but that's a good deal. Fifteen dollars, yeah. two beers. Yeah. Typically, if you could walk up to the bar and get a beer real quick, that's a good deal. But if it's to the point where you got to walk in and wait an hour and a half to get one beer, I don't know if it's a great deal anymore. Yeah. So, but anyway, we, I we waited in line and tried to get to this thing, and we were there for about two hours. And uh, on top of that, apparently LA now charges for Sunday parking. Used to be free for on Sundays, but now you got to pay because uh, it's LA. And I'm surprised it took them this long to do that, but you got to pay now. And uh, we waited for two hours in this line. Kind of got pretty close. We got close enough where we were on the side of the parking lot where I could see the side of the stage, but didn't mm-hmm. get inside. And. Uh, Mark has been complaining for months on end ever since we talked about going to this thing that I can't believe I'm going to miss Alice Cooper. It's on the same on the same day to see in the same town to see a blank blank band play at the rainbow bar and grill instead of seeing Alice Cooper. And, uh, which this is also coming from the person who just seen Alice Cooper in October in Nashville? Yeah, not you, you know, it's not necessary to see them again. But you know, I, I understand it though. Like I, I saw Motley three times on their yeah final tour, which apparently isn't yeah. final anymore. But uh, so I get it. But um, yeah, no, Alice he seventies. <laughs> he he took he took the time out to go and and check out this band with me at the the cool. Rainbow Party. If I can interrupt you, like you could, and again and again. Um, Well, it was like you were going to see SP, Mm -hmm. and and I was like thinking, I was like, well, I love the Rainbow Parking Lot parties. It even if all the bands suck, which most of them did, most of them did. We didn't get inside, but we heard a lot from the line because we were, yeah, you know, it's it's an outdoor. The parking lot party's outdoors. Yeah. And you could hear them all from where you are, so most of them did. But yeah, continue. Yeah, and it was uh, it was pretty rough. But like, even if it is like, it's fun 
just walking around like the best part is like walking around and i'll i'll run into electric count i'll walk into other bands we played with and stuff like that and you just say hi to people you, you know just walking around is really cool and uh but the thing that sucked was that you you knew from that line that there was none of that going on inside yeah. because even, like you said earlier you're shoulder to shoulder yeah but my thing was I would re- I would give up going and seeing Alice Cooper to go to that show. Not necessarily because I would pick this band over Alice Cooper. I wouldn't, but the experience and the fact that you were actually going to go and hang out at a parking lot party because you never do that. Yeah. So it's like you know what? This is probably an. Ooh, I'll save that for later. This. <laughs> um. It's. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun to it's fun to be there, and I was like, well, you're gonna go, uh, you know. I do want to say uh, one one act I, I was excited to see that we didn't get to see, but one act I was excited to see that wasn't the headline. Same initials as the headline. I band, was just about to say that was Stephen Piercy, SP. If that gives you a hint, uh, <laughs> because we. The last time we saw him was it was together. We saw him at the whiskey, back when he was like on the lowest of lows yeah. during his drinking and drugs phase, and he was he wasn't wearing like if if you see videos of him now or even see him live now, he's like back on top of it. He's wearing the cool like eighties clothes again. He's wearing like the leather and and uh, like cut off shirts or whatever bandanas doing the hair the way he used to do it and like actually singing the lyrics and putting intention and all that. The last time we saw him was, what was it like 2018 or something like that? 2019. Yeah. Yeah. When he was, and this was during the point where they're posting articles of him sitting down on the stage, like almost passed out being like, I don't know the lyrics. You guys know it. You sing it just sitting there and them cutting the show like half short. Like we saw him wearing a regular T-shirt and cargo shorts, yeah, just drunk out of his mind, slurring every single lyric, yeah. And it was it was still cool, but it wasn't like it wasn't what we were hoping for, yeah. And just seeing him now recently at in like videos and stuff, the way he's been into it, he's wearing the old like rat clothes he used to wear, and sounding really good now, yeah. I was really looking forward to it, and we didn't end up making it there. But uh, that was a big one for me because I was I was really looking to rat and roll that night. Yeah, I was too. It would have been great, and of course, the other SP headliner would have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, but what ended up happening, which still wasn't wasn't uh, the worst night of uh, the worst thing could have happened. It, it still ended up pretty good. Um. So as I mentioned before, we were waiting in this line for two hours. They eventually cut it off and said no one else is coming in. And, uh, you know, there's still people that hung out and tried to get in. Maybe some people got in. But I kind of looked at Mark and was like, you've been mentioning for the past month and a half or so that Alice Cooper is playing the same night. And I think they cut off the line at about 6.30 or 7. Mm-hmm. And you said that show starts at 7.30. Yeah. And they're playing at the Greek theater. Yeah, Yeah, they're playing at the Greek theater. So I was like, that's not that far away. 
he took a lift there, so it wasn't a big deal for him. But for me, I was like, I drove, so I could, you know, I could. They cut off the line. I don't think we're getting in. We can either watch the rest of this night from the sidewalk, assuming they don't kick everyone out. Because a lot of times, like, at the whiskey, and I imagine the rainbow would be the same. But at the whiskey, they're like, oh, you got to, like, they clear off the sidewalk and tell people you can't stand here and you got to move and stuff. So I was like, we can either watch here and hope we don't get brushed off and kicked out or whatever and end up listening from the car or something like that. Or uh, since we got about 30 minutes till the show starts, we could drive down to the uh, the Greek theater and spend a little bit more money Yeah, and watch uh, Ace Frehley and Alice Cooper. And so Mark, that's been whining and crying about this for the past month or two was of course down he's like oh, it's your car do whatever you want and i was like yeah let's go let's go you pay for parking but let's go <laughs> and uh so yeah we ended up what was supposed to be a, a rainbow backyard party we ended up at the greek theater that night and yeah. caught caught the second half of ace's set uh, which I, I'm not going to comment too much about too much about his set, but I will say that his solo was horrific. Very disappointing. We were both looking at each other with like the most disgusted faces on about how could this legendary Kiss guitar player be playing this bad right now? Yeah. With everyone else going like, yeah, and it's like, do you not hear what's happening right now? It was so bad. It was very bad. But ended up at the Greek, which was quite a surprise to me because uh, I wasn't expecting that. We got him to the Greek. We got him to the Greek. And you know what? I was a little sad that that we didn't get to see uh, who I was hoping to see that night, but I still had a fantastic time. You know, what made it all worth it was when we were leaving the beer line, coming back down to our totally legitimate seats, mm-hmm. and we were coming down there. And I knew what song was coming next, or, or starting. Oh, the opener, yeah. Start the show, and so I looked at you as soon as the lights went down. <laughs> so I want, because I wanted to see your face. Oh my god! Whenever it goes, feed my, and I was like, I just wanted to see your reaction, you know. And yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Your reaction was just as great as I was hoping it would be. Yeah, that was, that was. That was a really cool moment because there were so many. He there, doesn't always open with that. He doesn't. I, I know he doesn't. I've seen him a couple times. But it, it's because there were so many times that I've mentioned the scene from Wayne's World where that's where he yeah. comes out and breaks down yeah. the door and all that stuff. And that's that's my favorite Alice Cooper song. Yeah. And I was always, I always, Mark knows, but I always talk about that scene and talk about how that was such a cool opener and how awesome would it be to open with that song yeah because every time i've seen him he never opens with that it's no. usually like it's like halfway through the set or whatever yeah. and i always freak out and love that song but uh mark knew it was coming and he was just yeah. like yeah i knew he was watching me i didn't know why i just, i kept seeing him he kind of mentioned something about like oh you you're gonna love this opening song or something he, he said something about yeah. it and he kept kind of just looking over and I honestly I didn't catch on and uh yeah we got to our our uh our seats our road yeah, road totally G seat like like yeah. 10th 10th 12th row something around there yeah that definitely didn't come from the very back and 
we honestly got there like right when it started. As soon as that thing started. Because going. first of all, the thing that surprised me most about this show is a can this size of PBR costed cheaper uh, beer. Costed, I believe, seventeen fifty. So, you know, usually we buy each other rounds and stuff. We So, Mark bought the first round. I didn't know how much it costed because he <laughs> bought the first round. But he was like, I didn't spend $50 on beer, did I? And I was like, I don't think so. I don't know. And I took that as I was like, I must have just thought of it. Yeah, he's wrong. like, I, I think I just saw it wrong. And at that point, it was when Ace Fraley was playing. So, you know, we got our beers. We went to our uh, the back and... Uh, <laughs> Drank it, and you know, I, I didn't pay for anything yet because Mark paid for parking, and then you paid for the first round of beers. And I was like, "Yeah, this, this beer tastes great. I'm having a beer, watching uh, Ace Fraley, about to watch Alice Cooper. This is great." And I was like, "All right, I'll get the next round." Went to the bar. I was like, "I'll get two PBRs." Guys, like, okay, that'll be forty five dollars. I was like, "What for forty five dollars for two PBRs? Are you, that should be at maximum? That should be like ten dollars." I was like, "What are you talking about? It's not even on tap. This that is, is in a criminal. can. That is criminal." And I still, to this day, uh, still haven't paid Mark back for my ticket yet because <laughs> that one put. I had to file bankruptcy for those two beers. So. I'm, uh, <laughs> Oh, Kat says Jackson played with Alice. That is very true. He didn't play Feed My Frankenstein that show, though, so I was kind of sad. But Yeah. That, that was still a great time. But, uh, so, yeah, so we, we, we saw Ace play and played this miserable solo. Yeah. Went to the bar, got our drinks, and, and then uh, uh, as we're walking back to our uh, other seats that we acquired. Other seats. Our yeah. close seats that we acquired. Like, as soon as we, we were, like, walking through everyone doing the little shimmy thing, as soon as we, like, stood there, cracked the beer open, you just hear, Feed my Frankenstein. I was like, ah! I was, I've lost my mind. It was so cool, and it definitely uh, made me feel a lot better for missing the other show. Well, and it's funny because with our new tickets... We were cracking the joke like the Wayne's, at least I was. I was cracking that joke of the. The VIP pass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was doing it too. We didn't have a pass, but I was, I was just holding up a beer, just going, showing showing my beer to everyone. <laughs> like we're meant to be out there. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was, a it was a really good show. I was, I was Dude, glad we got to see it. Alice is like. Aerosmith, where he'll play songs that you didn't ask for. <laughs> oh yeah, they had some deep cuts that show. Yeah, yeah, and but, uh, it's great. You know, you think he's going to end with Poison and Schools Out? No, Poison was like halfway through. The yeah, set. it was. It was pretty early. And then they, what was that one they played that that you said you've oh, never heard live before? Thing, right? I was like, well, no, there, like, there was this one song you're like, I've never seen him play this song live before it was like on a it was like a b-side on like a not that popular album or something like that oh yeah it's like a song called stars yeah he played like this which i i dug it yeah it was cool i i'm not a uh i i don't listen to alice enough 
to know all the b-sides and know like this stuff he doesn't play all that often but just being one of those people that always talks about how i don't like i i love b-sides for a lot of bands that i i enjoy listening to and Mm -hmm. i always wish bands such as motley would like i could go to the show and just hear these songs that they never play oh yeah just just going to to the alice show even though i haven't heard this song and it's not one that i'm like oh i wish you would play this just because i knew it was a song that i didn't know and it's a song that from an album i hardly know yeah i was just like i loved it so much just because i was like this is what i wish bands would do more often as like especially especially bands that big playing shows this big is like if you're playing shows this big you obviously already have the fan base you got the crowd yeah. they're not gonna leave yeah and we know yeah we know they're still gonna play the hits like they played they still played yeah. schools out they played poison they played open with feed my frankenstein which i think is a big one they played million dollar baby they he still did the the chopping the head off in the guillotine he still did the straight jacket and like that's yeah. all the stuff you expect i don't think it's too much to ask to play one or two b-sides that you never play yeah. in your life and so for me i was like this is freaking i don't know this song but i was loving it so much and also i yeah. still i still thought it was really catchy i still really liked the song when they were it playing very it catchy. and that he lets his band just jam like yeah. he'll leave and he just lets his band jam which is cool but um the other thing is like like I always understand when Kiss says stuff like, "Yeah, but nobody knows these songs." Whatever, ten percent of the audience only knows it, and and all this. It and I I agree with all that. I get it, business wise. I get why they do that, but at the same time, they paid for a ticket. They're yeah. not gonna leave just because you played a deep cut. They might go to the bar. They'll probably go to the bathroom. Yeah, let's buy a beer and come back. And that's fine. It's it's one song. Like it's not like streaming service or something like yeah. or like Yeah, we just close the window like, eh, I'm done. Where like you can see the viewership and you're like, Oh, the viewership wasn't that great at No, it's like it's a concert. They paid for their ticket, they're already there. Yeah. You're gonna get to your hits. Yeah, even yeah. even if you're a band that plays one hit to open with mm-hmm. and play all B sides the rest of the show, if every single person leaves after the first song you don't see that in the numbers what you're gonna see is how many tickets you sold so that's their thing um they can go to the bathroom whenever they want but also yeah well i was gonna bring that up too there there was a part in the alice show because as you said you you've saw this tour a couple times before so you knew the set list and and what was happening where um we're both not the biggest uh, Nita Strauss fans. Yeah, yeah. I think she's cool in the band. I do. Yeah. I, I enjoy her occasionally. Mm. But we both have talked about this extensively off, just hanging out off off cold ones, off stream. Yeah. But we think she's a little bit too shreddy and a little too uh, showboaty for the oh, Alice Cooper band. Grand. A little too Instagrammy, a little too posing, making these like faces, just like doing yeah. hair flips and like, yeah, the like pouty faces yeah. Um, so there is a point, kind of a little bit before it started, and this is when we took our bathroom break. Uh, when you're like, oh, this is where the uh, the Instagram showboat starts, 
And it was like before everyone left the stage. Because, you know, usually solos, everyone leaves the stage and that whole thing yeah. happens. But it was like, it was kind of like at the end of the song before that. And you're like, oh, I think I think the Instagram show is about to start. And I knew what you were talking about just because, like I said, we extensively yeah. talked about her before. And uh, so we're like, bathroom break. We yeah. started leaving. And you were even humming out the solo before she started doing it. Just the shreddy, like, the riffs and stuff. And I was like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. And it was perfect timing because we left right before it started. She did exactly what you hummed out. We did our business. And as soon as we got back to our seat, they started the next song. And it was like, perfect. Great. But in the bathroom, too, I was like, oh, but Roses on White Lace is next. And I do not want to miss that. <laughs> yeah, we we, pu- we pushed it fast. Yeah. So we could get there. But uh, no, it was a fun show. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. I think... Uh, masterclass i'm really honestly I'm, I'm really glad that they were playing there because if they weren't playing and we didn't make it into the rainbow that night kind of probably would have sucked and we would have ended up at jameson's or something which yeah not a thing anyways but yeah i'm sure we still would have done something but uh but if was, you're driving you don't time. want to be at jameson's that's true too i didn't drink that much because i had to drive home because it was a sunday yeah and i had to be home what a terrible day. day to have two amazing rock concerts yeah Still, Panther always likes to have. Oh, I said the name. I'm sorry. Uh, that that one band always likes to have their their. Uh, Edmonish. Yeah, they they always like to have their big band, their big concerts on Sunday for some reason. Like whenever they have their live streams that we try to hang out and, yeah. and barbecue for is always on a Sunday. That really grinds my gears. It really grinds my gears too. Um. So I guess while we're on the topic of Alice Cooper. Uh, you know someone that played with Alice Cooper before. This is this is gonna be a stretch, but bear with me. You know, someone that played with Alice Cooper on a, a couple tours on a Hollywood Vampire tour was uh they they had this guitar player for a little while. His name was Johnny Depp, mm. and uh, that guy that guitar player Johnny Depp is currently in this court case <laughs> dealing with some allegations, what? and. Uh, I guess uh, I'll take this perfectly orchestrated segue to talk about the uh, the Johnny Depp case. Perfect with me. Uh, so, what are your what are your initial thoughts on this, Mark? Well, I think that Johnny Depp guy is a bad guy, and that Amber Heard is completely sane. Objection! Hearsay! Hearsay! Uh, foundation. Never mind. I'm wrong. She's absolutely nuts. <laughs> there you go. Overruled. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I. This, this, this is a, a big thing that's been in the media lately. Is, and this case is supposed supposed to be. I don't see how it's going to go that long, but I'm sure it will. Is pl- it's scheduled for six weeks? That's what my mom was saying. I was talking to her yesterday, and we were talking about all the funny moments and all that stuff. And she's like, "Yeah, apparently, like seven, six weeks." Like, yeah. What? Yeah, I I don't understand it. But apparently, because they're they're doing Monday through Thursday, they're doing like full eight hour days basically, Monday through Thursday. Uh, so right now I think they've done sixteen days, which is two weeks. Somehow, they've gone through all the the Johnny witnesses and his his uh uh questioning through his lawyers, the cross. What did they call it? Yeah, the cross examination with the other lawyers. 
I feel like that would have been half of it, but maybe not because that took like a week and a half. And well, now, now they're on Amber's thing after two weeks, but it's like, what are they going to do for the next four weeks? I don't know. You got to give her an extra three weeks to stop telling these dramatic stories about I seen the smoke of my breath on the window <laughs> and this and that, and it takes a while. So I, I have okay. So we, we were talking about something before we started here about about a similar to to peter griffin's what grinds my gears you know you know what really grinds my gears and we'll, we'll probably uh bring this I, up at some point when, when let we me, let me interrupt you anybody anybody in the comment section that anybody's watching if you are watching would you like to see a daily or let me say a weekly <laughs> cancellation weekly complaint kind of section of the cold ones like where we just vent for a bit um obviously that'll take a few days to get to you I think they might. I think they might because I typically on cold ones is me ranting about something ranting to you at least, at least once per episode. <laughs> so so here's my rant for this episode. The thing that really grinds my gears about this whole case, or this whole not not really the case, but the situation in general. And I've been wanting to uh, to blow this up for a while, ever since it started. But we we just. I, I haven't brought it up yet until now. Um, if you remember back when this whole thing started, like back, I'm not talking about this case, but I'm talking about the whole like Amber Heard accusing Johnny of beating him. When the her. whole virus started. No, it was even before that. This whole this whole thing started in like I think it was 2016, I believe, or yeah, 2015, something time. around there. It's been years. When this whole thing started immediately when amber first accused him of being a wife beater everybody that i saw i'm sure there were some people but everybody immediately turned their back on johnny everyone was like oh yeah you know doing the whole like hollywood thing about like oh yeah he's he's one of those typical hollywood guys and you know he got dropped from he got dropped from the harry potter series that everyone still supports and watches. He got dropped from Pirates of the Caribbean that I'm sure everyone's still going to support and watch. He created, basically. Pretty much. He He's the reason that series is... is or that franchise oh, yeah. was successful. And uh, they're planning, they were planning to make a new one without him, which I don't know if they still are, but... Yeah. Good been, luck with that. It's been going very much back and forth about continuing that story without Jack Sparrow. Which I don't see how that's going to do well at all. Pointless. And they've also been talking about doing another Pirates thing, but rebooting it with different characters, but kind of being like the same universe, which I don't think that World, would work either. Yeah. I think that that's supposed to be a TV series, it's but still. It's not that interesting. But, okay, so he, this is what pissed me off the whole time. And I think we even maybe briefly touched this subject on cold ones. It might've been before we started cold ones when we just had our Skype calls, but I believe there might be an episode where we talked about it when this whole thing first started and everyone, including Hollywood, turned their back on Johnny and talked about how everyone hates him and he's a horrible person and all this stuff. And I was always just like, Amber is just a freaking psychotic. Like I knew what she was doing I mean, I, I guess I, I had the advantage of, of kind of having a, an in yeah. or having like, you know, I had 
not I, I wasn't in the circle, but I had a connection to a connection basically that kind of knew all the specifics of what was going on, and I heard a little bit of what was going. I Amber heard a little bit of what was going on, and uh, but I I was always just like I I've never for a second doubted him, and or I was just like I thought the whole thing was messed up. I hated what was going on with him. Like he wasn't getting any work. He basically got shot from Hollywood. He had no movies going on. Yeah. But everybody was just like so quick to go against him and be like, oh, screw Johnny oh, yeah. Depp. He sucks and he's a woman beater and all this so stuff. It's so weird because he's been the most loved actor of yeah. all time. I know. And that that's, I think that, I feel like that kind of goes back to the loyalty, loyalty thing I was talking about earlier. Is like, because for me, he's always been my favorite actor of all time. And I've, aside from kind of knowing what was happening behind the scenes, I I just, I was never one to immediately just be like, to hear the accusations be like, oh, Johnny Depp's a scumdag. Mm. It's just like, I, you know, you got to hear the cases and, and figure out what's happening. But everyone was just so quick to be like, Johnny Depp sucks. He lost a lot of support. He lost a lot of work, a lot of films. He hasn't really been in much since this started. He's been in some things, but it's all been like indie sh- stuff. Yeah, like straight to TV or just like, you know, indie, whatever. And now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, everyone's like, oh, uh, love for Johnny Depp, support Johnny oh, Depp. Oh, yeah. Which, Where were you all support? Yeah, which is great. And, and I'm happy to see people supporting him again. And it's great that people are on his side again. But it's like. They needed to hear his story. Yeah, what happened between uh 2016 to 2022 like why are you all of a sudden on the side again and uh that that, for me that's a whole thing that's just been driving me nuts is just watching these people it's like the same johnny yeah yeah yeah, it's like all that bandwagon crap when you see oh yeah like when someone dies like when david bowie dies all of a sudden everyone's a huge david bowie fan yeah or when when uh team wins a super bowl all of a sudden everyone's a huge fan of this team out of and it's like and now all of a sudden everyone's a huge johnny depp fan i'm like where were you guys when he where were you guys when he needed you when all these accusations came out and everyone was against him and talking about how horrible of a person he is it's like he's he's guilty until proven innocent yeah and he brought that up too with the the whole uh with him losing the the jack sparrow role he's like disney yeah he he was talking about because you know they they had talks about making the sixth movie and and a lot of most of jack sparrow he kind of wrote himself he rewrote a lot of the dialogue a lot Mm -hmm. of the character is just him making stuff up or either improvising or just like rewriting the things they had and remaking the character because he talked about in the case originally jack sparrow was supposed to be one of those like cliche hero characters that like mm-hmm. like swings in when he needs to save the day like shirtless like a buff dude like buff shirtless pirate man that's like the sexy uh hero character that's like i'm here to save the day and he was the one that that was like let's make him more of like a goofy cartoon character that's kind of not like a superhero but just like a He's, kind of a good guy, kind of a bad guy. Yeah, kind of like, kind of accidentally saves the day in a way. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he, there's no denying he made Jack Sparrow the character that he has become. 
Yeah. And uh, uh, basically just uh, when this whole thing started, just Disney immediately, like a couple days after these... Just washing their hands. Yeah, these allegations and articles came out were just like, uh, yeah, Johnny's not going to play Jack Sparrow in the next movie. Uh, we're we're going to figure out what's going to happen. We want to make no money off the next one. Yeah, pretty much. And that sucks. And so... The thing, the thing that that gets me is, everyone was so quick to easily dismiss him from that and be like, "Okay, he's added the pirate series. No one cared that he got uh, fired." And uh, oh, the reason I brought this up is because he said the the guilty till proven innocent. So that's mm-hmm. that's what he brought up in court. Is like that's what happened with Disney. Is like all of a sudden, like these allegations came out, and all of a sudden I'm guilty till proven innocent like disney just immediately fired me from yeah. the pirates thing Dude, but disney also with that stuff also wb with the harry potter movies yeah i i didn't even know this until like last week my brother told me the the brand new movie that came out the uh crime or no uh what is the the dumbledore history crimes I, of grindelwald well that that was the last the last one that came out but the, the, the new one that uh, it's crimes, crimes of Gr- Grindelwald. No, no, there's right? one. In, there's one in theaters right now. Yeah, the Dumbledore. Crime, oh, I'm sorry. Crimes of Grindelwald was the second movie that ju- that That's came right. out. Of, uh, uh, some of Dumbledore. Yes, yeah, it's of like, Dumbledore, like Secrets that. of Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. But so I didn't know this. I thought what happened was because you know Johnny played the Grindelwald character. And I thought they just removed his character and kind of like moved yeah. the story in a different direction. Yeah. But I guess Grindelwald is still the main character or the main villain in this new movie. They just recasted him as someone else. Yeah. So I feel like that's even worse. Is like that's the third. That's the third actor in three movies. Yeah. Well, the first one kind of made well, sense. Kind of both. But, that that yeah. was like him in in a yeah. disguise in or whatever. But yeah. Because he still showed up at the end, yeah. and then he was the only one in the second movie that played him. But yeah, now it's like it's somebody else. I don't know if they explain it in a certain way, but it's like they just immediately were like, "Yeah, you're not gonna be in the series anymore," and they got a different actor. And so I don't even know if I want to watch it just because I'm like I'm annoyed of it, and also I didn't realize it was supposed to be Grindelwald. Still, I thought they just kind of went in different direction, and I. Yeah. I thought because I I saw like uh, I haven't seen any trailers really, but I saw like the uh, the poster art and and the promotional pictures and stuff, and I just thought it was Dumbledore fighting a different guy. I didn't I didn't know what it was about, and then my brother just told me like last week he's like, no Grindelwald's the main character. They just recasted him, and I was like, <laughs> oh, well that sounds like a horrible movie. And yeah. um, but the thing that that really drove me crazy about this whole thing is when this started, I believe was before the first Aquaman came out. I don't know exactly when it came out. And, you know, everyone's talking about, like, oh, support Johnny and all this stuff. But no one batted an eyelash and uh, watching Aquaman with Amber Heard in it when this whole thing started. And, you know, yeah. that movie was a box office smash, I believe, as far as I know. And at least now people are boycotting the second one that she's in it. I, but I'm 
kind of curious to see on if, if people are going to stick to the word and not watch the movie. Yeah, I hope so because I mean, you're getting a preview of her acting on the stand. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty really, bad. It's pretty it's bad. Really bad. Like, she is not a good actress at yeah. all. This over dramatic scrunching your face up, like doing the ugly cry face, like just stop. It's so bad. Well, she's trying so hard to fake well, cry, they, but no tears they, are coming oh, out. She's just like she, making this like. Yeah, this well, face, but nothing's happening. It's just like she's overcorrecting, like this whole like, like okay. Well, my initial thing was that he hit me. Now it's that he's the worst person that's ever walked the face of the planet because his, <laughs> in my opinion, it's because his like all his stories lined up so perfectly. His witnesses were so perfect. His stories yeah. were subtle. The yeah. the stories were subtle. Like, he just kind of told it how it was, in my opinion. And, like, and now she's probably got to rethink her game plan. It's like, okay, I got to go for freaking shoot for the stars now. All right. He killed 100 people. He did this. <laughs> he, like, it's no longer just he hit me. Now it's he did this and he did this and he did this. And, like, these terrible, nasty things. It's like, you're just trying to overcorrect this thing yeah but that's just my opinion i and don't know just watching it 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 really feel like they have no case at all against him like the, no. the whole time with all the witnesses that johnny brought up the only thing they're trying to say or the only thing they're asking all the witnesses is about if he had a drug and alcohol addiction yeah which he kind of admitted himself yeah, he says he did. And it's like, there's so many people, maybe even including us, doing, doing this show <laughs> on how much we drink sometimes. It's like, so many people have drug and alcohol addictions. It doesn't mean they're beating their wife. It's just like, <laughs> that's their that's literally like their only defense is just trying to say he's a he's an alcoholic or a drug addict yeah. or whatever. And so just watching the clips and stuff, they did the uh, the cross examination with Johnny, and asked him almost no questions. The whole time they're they're just playing. They play an audio clip. He tries to explain it. The lawyer cuts him off and says, "Okay, we're gonna play this next." Doesn't let him say anything about it. Plays another audio clip. Put uh, puts a piece of text out and be like, "Did I read that correctly?" "Yes, you did, sir." But and he tries to explain it, and they're like, "Okay." Next exhibit, let's do this one. And they just constantly cut him out. And don't ask him a single question aside from, did I read that correctly? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yes, sir, I believe you did. And and then when when they're, they have a witness for Amber, they have one of the nurses or whatever that I, I saw this clip the other day. They had they had a witness for Amber, and she's, <laughs> she's saying, um, no. I never signed off that she was uh, physically abused. And then they immediately, like, cut the tape and, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of say, like, oh, that's the wrong... I, I don't know exactly what they said, but they kind of said, like, that was the wrong video or something like that. Yeah. And just, like, cut it. There, <laughs> there was the... One of my favorites is the one where the, where the lawyer objects to his own question. Yeah, that's a pretty he, like, good one. He, like, asks the guy a question. He's Objection! Like, he's like, uh, 
is it true that this guy said whatever something something and the, the witness is like well dr kippen told me he's like uh, uh objection your honor and yeah. she's like uh you that you you're the one that asked the question <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're they're fumbling so hard to try to find something yeah dude it's so bad i would be in shock if this goes the other way honestly i won't be surprised just because the way that how heavy the justice system is for women and just you know, the whole abuse and, like, Me Too and all that. Like, I won't be surprised if, if she it wins in favor of her. That would just be but, disgusting. Yeah, I, I would still be appalled and upset, and I would not believe it for a second. But I do feel like regardless of how this case comes out, I feel like her career is ruined no matter what. I think this has helped him a lot. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think, uh, I mean, hopefully he gets he gets more work, because I know since this happened he hasn't really had any like which hey, blockbuster if, films or anything. If he doesn't, go check out The Professor. That's a really good movie. Yeah, that's one of the ones he talked about too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but did he really? Yeah, he he was talking about well because I asked him like, what films have you worked on since? Oh, I missed that. Since Pirates 5 and since the allegations happened. Because, you know, he hasn't been really worked on much since then. Yeah, yeah. Because no one wants to hire him. But he has his own uh, media company where... He, I think that might be one of the films that he made. Or, like, he produced, basically. Probably. It's really weird. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he's, he's done a few. I'll just say check out all of them. Just any Oh, film. yeah. He has a lot of great films. Even, even the indies and the the unknown yeah. ones and uh yeah amber heard just a freaking psycho that's all i gotta no, say she's psycho and no, she needs no. help. Um, no. so segueing from the case but still kind of being on track with johnny depp i'm a little worried about something here what's that um so i just during the week that we had off or that you were in Texas and we didn't do cold ones. Um, it, w- it was my daughter's birthday. And every year for, for both my daughter's birthdays, we go to Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, first, I would like to briefly mention that Disneyland, at least, I, I don't know, because apparently, I guess there's a new strand of COVID coming out and we might go on lockdown again for like the 12th time. <laughs> But as of last week, see y'all later. <laughs> as as of last week that I just went to Disneyland, it was back. It was pointless the first time. Go ahead. It was, it was back in full swing. Like you're able to hug the characters, you're able to take pictures yeah. with them and yeah, touch yeah. them, and like no masks were required and all that stuff. But I was a little concerned with something. So as I as I mentioned, uh, actually it might have been before we started i don't remember if it was at the beginning of this episode or before we started but uh we always go on pirates of the caribbean as one of like our required rides when we go to disneyland um it was closed for refurbishments as they stated but it wasn't like you know sometimes when you go to disneyland and rides closed and it's just like there's like someone standing there at the front, just like, oh, we're not doing this ride today. 
It was like full on, like they had barricades around, but it wasn't just around where the line is. It was like halfway into the walkway. It was like sticking out. The whole entire Tarzan's treehouse was was like blocked off. So I, I think they're taking down Tarzan's treehouse and maybe making that part of it. And no. another another thing on the right on the other side was completely blocked off. And I was a little bit concerned. Apparently they're like completely redoing this ride in some way or another because it was like a full like remodel section. It was like blocked Man, all off. All that work just to take Johnny Depp's character out of it. That's what I was gonna say. What I'm worried about. Because it was it was like fully blocked off with like doors and barricades and like walls and they had like nets up and all this stuff, and I'm I'm kind of thinking that they're redoing the ride and they're gonna because of what's happening right now, they're completely just taking Jack Sparrow out of it, is what I think is happening. That is suicide. Yeah, and it sucks, and you know I'm sure uh, the ride's gonna be. It's still going to do as well as it usually does, but for me, I, I'm going to be sad about it if they really just undo the whole movie franchise. Um, Kat just messaged. She took a bump on the stand. I don't know. Oh, oh, she. Okay, I know what she's talking about. There, there was a, a video clip I just saw where, uh, I guess, going back to the case, even though I, I said we're moving away from it, but there's a, a clip that that she just showed me. Where she like pulled out a tissue as if she was like wiping her nose or something, when Amber was on the stand, on a, and she pulled out a tissue as if she's wiping her nose, but she did some some motion like this. And let me know if this looks like you're you're doing cocaine or something like that. She like pulled out a tissue and puts it up to her nose and it goes like this, and then like does this. Well, if you notice during that scene. There's a flash, and this is almost worse. There's a, so she takes the tissue, she puts it up to her nose. Before she does that, she looks over, she holds it there, and then you see a flash of light, and then she takes it down. Not even blowing her nose, so it's like just waiting for the camera to take its picture. Yeah, yeah, she's she's done a lot of weird skeezy things during this. Yeah, this uh. Thing, but uh, it's even uh, the very next day that her therapist was on the stand. The very next day, she puts her hair up exactly the same way. That's freaking psycho. <laughs> that is psycho. Yeah, she's a lunatic. I know for a fact. Oh, I do. I do want to bring up for half a second that uh, there was one piece of evidence they brought up, or uh, it was a text message from from Johnny Depp to Bruce Whitkin. And I was like, hey, oh, I, I know that guy. So that was cool. Oh, wow. Uh, anyway. I've been looking for something like that. I missed that. Yeah, I, I had a feeling he wouldn't be in this case because I, I know he wasn't, he wasn't really around them when, like, together, them together so wedding, when right? they were together. Yeah, I think he did go to the island wedding. Yeah, I think so. I believe. I don't know if he was at the because they had like the secret wedding at his mom's house. I don't. Maybe he was there. I don't know. But I I believe he was at the island wedding. But um, yeah, I don't think he was really around them together. Because I know he was in the other court case they had in uh, yeah the divorce case or whatever it was. Because that's when we saw the the thing. Yeah. But uh, 
I, I was kind of thinking, like, I he wasn't really around them together, so I don't know if they'll use him. And also, I feel like just the fact that he was in the other court case. Uh, isn't, sorry to interrupt, and obviously this is just only me and you know what we're talking about, but the making of Gunslinger was weird, huh? It was fun. It was weird, but it was, it was, it was kind of cool. I I just kind of was thinking just as little as, as I know Johnny, I know him slightly, but you know, as little as I know him, I was just like, I don't know if he would have him do that again for another court case. And I, I, I think, I think part of it was because he, like I said, he wasn't really around them as a couple that much. And I, I think most of his witnesses kind of saw them together. Those were very hands-on. Uh, yeah. Witnesses. So I, yeah. I thought that was part of it, but I was also thinking like, I, I don't know if he, I think he, he just probably, doesn't, he doesn't he want probably, to call him back again on another court case. That, and he probably needed people that actually cleaned up after those things, you know? Yeah. Like that actually like touched his severed finger and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it, yeah. W- it was still kind of cool that they had a, that's cool. They had, they had a message from him and evidence and i was like hey i know that guy wow i'll have to look for that yeah uh, but anyway so uh we were earlier we were talking about the official cold ones beer rankings uh, the official cold ones uh, court rankings is uh amber's is is a bipolar psychopath he's, that needs help yeah and johnny is the man yeah he's and he's uh the first place. she's he's had she's the furthest down you could possibly go (laughs) johnny has had my full support from day one and uh never turned my back on him and uh i love him he's been my favorite actor since i was a little kid never doubted him anyway um i think that's the main stuff i got i guess uh i don't know do you gotta no we can sign off i can use the bathroom and we can have a drink together and then i can go to sleep I guess it has been almost two hours, so we could sign off. Although I would like, I, I don't know why I just changed to you as if you're going to say something important, but um, I would like to sign off on a, a happier topic if we got something short. And... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess, uh, you know what? You know what's a happy topic? You know how I'm always into into protests and boycotts and things like that like boycotting yeah. uh jack in the box when they get rid of the pumpkin pie shake and which is why i think the new segment of cold ones would be great for oh yeah for my rants yeah it would be fabulous um i i do want to announce that i think we're we're at the end of a boycott uh everyone is a, everyone is allowed to go back to taco bell because as of, I think, next week, the Mexican pizza is coming back. Really? Yeah. They, they're putting I, it back on the menu. I wouldn't doubt if you did that. So, uh, official Cold Ones announcement. Everyone is allowed to go and uh, buy Taco Bell once again. Wow. Emery will be so excited. Oh, good. Let her know. That's her favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I don't remember if, if we've talked about this or how much we've talked about my boycotts before on the show, but the the real thing behind my boycotts is it's I'm not actually boycotting these places. It's more like if, for example, Jack in the Box, I I'm not 
really a big fan of their food. I don't eat there too often. The only reason I ever really went there is because they had a pumpkin pie shake during Christmas time. This one, is like my favorite story ever. One year they got rid of it, and I was just like, for me, it was just like, that sucks, but there's kind of just no reason for me to go there anymore because that was the only thing, thing I ordered there. So I just kind of put on, I, you know, I like to exaggerate things and put on a show and uh, just exaggerate things. So I was like, oh, I'm boycotting Jack in the Box because they got rid of the shake. But really, it's just because that's all I'd order there. Uh, eventually, they brought it back. That's a whole other story. But basically, Taco Bell kind of did the same thing. I don't really eat Taco Bell that much. Can I point out the fact that you left out that you sent corporate a letter? Like, I did. How you, I did. How you just skip that part i could go back to it if you'd like me to uh, no it, it's fine i just want to point out like how do you just nonchalantly <laughs> skip that yeah i also sent a letter to. Corbin. okay you know what happened but this was years later <laughs> you, okay fine i'll get into it i wasn't going to but i'll get into it what happened was the only reason i'd ever go to jack in the box i'd only ever go there during the winter season or thanksgiving winter whatever thanksgiving christmas season when they'd have the pumpkin pie shake, I thought it was the most delicious ice cream shake in the world. But it's the only thing I'd really ever care to go there for. And, like, if someone, if I was driving with someone that, like, I feel like Jack in the Box, I'd eat there. I wouldn't completely oppose to it, but I'd never personally be like, I'm going to get Jack in the Box today and drive there. I'd get the pumpkin pie shake. One day they got rid of it and replaced it with the eggnog shake and the salted caramel. And I was like, salted caramel is freaking stupid. I think they always had eggnog. But salted caramel was the new one coming in. I was like, that is a stupid thing. Who the hell wants that? This is the Christmas holiday season, Thanksgiving, whatever you celebrate. Pumpkin pie is the way to go. They got rid of it. And I was just like, there's nothing for me to get here. And like when I discovered it, was you know i it was one year when they had it and i drank it a lot and i was like i kept going jack in the box just getting shakes and i'd get a burger just because i was hungry and wanted more of the shake one year i was like oh yeah it's christmas season i'm getting a pumpkin pie pie shake i went there and was like uh yeah i'll get uh, whatever this burger and a pumpkin pie shake and they're like oh we don't have that anymore and i was like oh damn okay i guess i'll just get the burger then just because I was already in line and I wasn't going to just say never mind and leave. So I got the burger and was like, I guess I'm not going back there anymore because I really just went there for the shake. So it wasn't like a real protest or boycott, but I was like, yeah, I don't have a reason to go there anymore. At the time when this happened, or no, it wasn't when it happened. It was like two years later. It was basically they, they hadn't brought the shake back for about two or three years. So I just hadn't gone to Jock in the Box for like two or three years unless I was with someone going there. But I just hadn't gone there because there was nothing I cared to order. Mm-hmm. And so at the time that you're talking about is when I when I was staying in the lockout that we had in the rehearsal studio. And when you have no job, have no money, and you're staying in a little like closet 12 foot by 12 foot square you have a lot of downtime and a lot of nothing to do i got kind of bored and i was just like you know the holiday season's approaching i really enjoyed that shake i wonder if they're ever going to bring it back so i i went on the jack in the box website i found the email to corporate 
the email address and just sent them a thing. It wasn't an angry message. It wasn't like a Karen, I want to speak to your manager thing. It was just like, hey, you know, I always, I, I always really enjoyed this pumpkin pie shake. I thought it was the best thing in the world for the holiday season. I noticed a few years ago you replaced it with a salted caramel. I'm curious if you'll ever bring it back. Never got a reply. But the very next year, the pumpkin pie shake came back. Man. And I always like to think that I've had a, a part in that. I probably didn't, but I just like to tell myself I did. <laughs> and after that, I ended my Jack in the Box boycott. And wow. now, I, I still don't go to Jack in the Box ever, but during the winter season, if they have the shake, I will go there and I will order a shake and I will order a burger. Because you fought for that. because Not because I fought for it, because I love the shake so much. Although I'm very sure they changed the recipe and I don't enjoy it as much, but I still order, yeah. I do order it now because I fought for it. And because I, out of principle, I feel like they brought it back for me. So it's like, well, I don't enjoy it as much, but I'll still order it because it's here and I want them to keep it. And support. yeah, got to support. So same thing kind of happened with Taco Bell. The only thing I'd really ever order from Taco Bell was uh, the uh, Mexican pizza. I'd I'd usually get a, a Crunchwrap Supreme with it just because Mexican pizza is small and, you know, I eat a lot and I'm a fat guy. Well, I'm not a fat guy, but I eat like a fat guy. And I need more than just one meal, so I ordered multiple things. But the main thing was the Mexican pizza. They got rid of it a few years back because apparently it was bad for the environment. Great. And uh, it was like a going green thing. And I guess, and this time I didn't write to corporate, so it had nothing to do with me. But I guess enough people complained about it and wanted it to come back that it is now coming back as of, uh, I don't know the exact date, but I know it's as of May sometime this year. Mexican pizza is coming back. So I'd like to officially announce that the uh, the boycott is over. Everyone's allowed to go to Taco Bell once again. Yeah. And uh, I will definitely be going to Taco Bell more often now that it is back. So, you know, good call on them, I guess for me as a customer and we talked about the beginning of this episode my loyalty to certain brands and certain companies and uh jack in the box and taco bell is not one of those companies i'm loyal to necessarily but i do enjoy that product but uh it's it's one of those things where if they have this product i will go there and order that product but also probably order more so you know it's it's a good financial decision i believe not bad. Not bad. And that's what I got. I guess that's how we're ending this episode. <laughs> on a uh, on a fast food protesting uh, discussion. That'll do, pig. You know what? I'm going to bring up one more before we end. While we're on the subject of, of fast food. Another one that, that could be another ranting ranting segment as you you mentioned we might bring up in the future of cold ones uh you ever been to you, do you enjoy little caesar's pizza do you shop there very often i don't shop there very often but yeah sorry i okay well i i shopped at, at little caesar's semi-often if i want a pizza just because it's it's the cheapest one and they advertise the hot and ready pizza Mm -hmm. Which is supposed to be you walk in, you pay six dollars or whatever it costs, 
your pizza's ready. They give it to you. You walk out. Yeah. That is a bold-faced lie. <laughs> Hot and ready pizza is not a thing anymore. The past four or five times I've been to Little Caesars Pizza, I walk in, and they have the signs everywhere. Hot and ready, order pizza, whatever, get your pizza real quick. Hot and ready, this and that. The past five or six times I've been to Little Caesars, I walk in there like, hey, can I get one maybe or two, depending on how many people I'm feeding. Can I, can I get two pepperoni pizzas? Okay, that'll be about a 15-minute uh, wait. I'm like, what's this hot and ready thing? Like, no, this isn't a pizza place. We're not waiting on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I came no, to Little Caesars to get my hot that. and ready. No, I'm with you on that. If I wanted to wait for pizza, I'd go to Pizza Hut. Yeah, or Domino's. But yeah, uh, if I understand if I go in there and like, hey, can I get a a, a pizza with with the hold the pepperoni, but I want mushrooms and bell peppers and olives. You know, like if I order a specific thing, I get it. When you advertise, you have pepperoni and cheese hot and ready, and I I ask for two pepperoni pizzas, and I gotta wait 15 minutes. What are you guys doing? No. And now you know what I'm thinking. I'm in California. And in California, you could sue for anything in this planet. Mm, I like that. And win money. And I'm thinking, I could probably sue Little Caesars for false advertisement. And you know what? And I, I built up my whole case already in my head. I go, I go to court, and they're like, what are you suing for? Because I don't think I could just say, well, they said they'd have hot and ready, but they don't. I, I feel like that's kind of a weak case. But I thought, I thought of this whole thing through. The reason I go this is this is my case. The reason I go to Little Caesars is they they advertise the hot and ready option. So I'm expecting to get my pizza as soon as I walk in, like I could walk in, pay for it, walk out. I got two children. The when I go to Little Caesars is when I'm my children, like when we've had a day of events, like, you know, go to baseball practice or go ice skating or go whatever. Like we, we were out for the day. I didn't have time to prepare for dinner or, or prepare a dinner meal or lunch, whatever. My children are already hungry. They're cranky. They're hungry. I go here expecting a hot and ready pizza. I got to park here. Got to take my kids out of the car. Cause I'm not going to leave them in the car to get heat stroke. They're already yeah. cranky. My baby's crying because she's hungry. And now this is causing me emotional distress. Now I got to go to the doctor and get pills and get anxiety pills because I was expecting to walk in here, get my pizza, feed my kids and keep them happy. But now they're crying. They're screaming at me. They're, they're having trouble. Now I'm stressed out. And it's causing me to almost have a stroke or a heart attack because I'm just like, I'm, I'm getting anxiety because my kids are freaking out and I thought I'd be able to buy a pizza and feed them really quick. But now they're like crying and my kids are complaining. They're hungry. And I'm, I'm like, well, we got to wait for the pizza. We got to wait 20 minutes. And they're screaming at me. And I'm like, well, I, I, if I would have known ahead of time, I went to McDonald's because that probably would have been faster. But I thought you had hot and ready. And I could have walked in and walked out. But now I can't. And I just, I'm, I'm, Speculation. I'm, I'm shaking now. Look at my hands. I'm shaking. Because I'm nervous. Ooh, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. And that's my case. And I think because this is California and you can make an excuse for anything, a sue for anything, I could get at least 25000 for my yeah, case. Yeah, the person who robs your house, if he falls off your roof, yeah. breaks his leg, you got to pay for it. So, yeah, I think you got to pretty Yeah, because, because you, your roof wasn't, wasn't up to 
up to a yeah. what do you call fault. it yeah it's your fault it's yeah there. yeah my, my roof wasn't up to to california standards and the yeah. robber broke his leg falling through the roof and so it's my fault so i gotta pay him for trying to rob me and it wasn't a safe robbery so if it was a state worth of crap you could shoot him <laughs> anyway <laughs> i think that's a happy ending <laughs> Uh, hey, anybody that wants some free money, go ahead and feel free to sue uh, Little Caesars. Yeah. I, I gave you the argument. I gave you the case. I'm not going to do it myself because I'm too lazy, and also I'm not a person but that's, you can that's too happy. To breakout music. You could donate. You know, if you do end up suing Little Caesars and winning, uh, I'll ask for is half, just half. That's it. Maybe even less than half. If you win twenty five thousand, just just give us ten. You can keep fifteen. It's fine. I gave you the case. I gave you the argument. I gave you the uh, the. I gave you everything. All you, all you need to do is show up. Uh, thanks everyone for hanging out. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. I thought it was great. We added a brand new beer to our official Cold yeah. Ones ranking system. Coors Banquet seventh place, right behind Coors Light. Hey, out of like two thousand beers, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but once we get to episode 2000 beers. Yeah, yeah once we get to episode 2000 i'm sure it'll move down the line but we'll see what happens um i guess that's it i'm kind of sad to say it's over because i don't know if we're gonna have an episode next week just because you know sometimes mark likes to bail on me because he's I'm sad in there in person because he's sad that his, his beer is not number one that's just to make you feel better me and the rest of the viewers, we we know what what's what's up. Is that what they say? We know yeah, what's that's up. That's what they. But hey, check out Breakout Music Network on YouTube. We got all the episodes of Cold Ones uh, should now be up to date. We're all up to date on the podcasting websites. But we also got the new show, Quick Tutorials, where you could see how to pour a perfect beer every time. Uh, which I think I'm gonna watch with Mark as soon as we get offline here, because I think we both have to go bathroom. We both have to get a new beer, and we got to end the show because we're past two hours uh but we'll see you next week cold ones with leather duchess hopefully you enjoyed it's have a great night. time thank you guys uh before we end though let me actually remember to do the outro screen and see how we actually do that i think it's this button